We're on the last shear of this Sefer Mamon and Tavr Samachas. Reshid Zayin, a new Chelik of this Hamshach and Memorim about the Asasphiris Agduzes, different Sphiris, different Shittis in that three stages in Asasphiris Agduzes. So Reshid Zayin now starts Shita Shnia, a second a second opinion, a second um, view. What is the second view from? If you go back to Reshid Bays, Reshid Bays in the middle of the page, it says it's known that in the general, the end of the page it says Vihine. It's in the There's many different opinions about the ten Svitis. One is the Shitas Mareches, that the ten Svitis are Atzilus Mamish. Like he writes, Godliness, meaning the revelation of divinity, that is the ten spheres of Atzilus. That they are these attributes through which Hashem conducts the world. What does it mean? Elikus is the ten, the 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 emanation of the ten spheres. Because the idea of the difference between Elikah and Elikus, Elikah is the etzem of meaning Hashem is very essence, and Elikus is just the hispashta so getlich, not not Hashem himself. And that's what it means. It's just a It's just a Gilead Helen, like we've been talking about until now. It's a Gili that which already was Behelim, the Eid Saif, that's a Gnuzis, and that became a Gili now. And there was no no Chidish here. And that is the idea of the Atsilis is Elikus. And the Marechis, and his opinion about the Ten Sphiris, is that the Esesphiris, Heim Chinos Atsilis Mamish. They are the essence of what Atsilis is, the Esesphiris. Tillis is a hafresh sa'ara, a gili, a helen, gili, ispashtas levad, and that's the idea of ten spheres. They are just ispashtas, even the kalim we said, are just the gili of the kech, hagvul of the ein saif. Shita shniahi, the second opinion of the ten spheres, is Shita sarab menachem rikanti, of the rikanti zal, shatilis hua eire meir meamaitel elyin. The atilis is not defined by the ten spheres, rather, it is the divine energy which shines from the supernal emanator, and this eir. Is totally simple, totally divested of any definition, stripped of any concrete definition, of any um, limitation. The oyer is pashbatachlis, just like the moyer. She'ein boy b'chinas chacham v'chesed k'aygavna. There are no definitions of chacham v'chesed within this oyer. K'aygavna me'enyan asfiris b'chlal, where anything, uh, anything which relates to these spheres, these definitions, specific characteristics of chacham v'chesed does not exist within this pashbatik oyer, this very simple, abstract oyer which has no definition. And this is the Rukanti saying that Atsilis is defined by the this is the Oyur It's the Oyur Hamir The Oyur is Pashat, whereas the Marecha says that the tense that Atsilis is the ten spheres, which is not this idea of Pshitis. Like we said earlier, that regarding the opinion that the Oyur is totally Pashat, stripped of any definition, if the Oyur is Pashat, it's not possible to talk about the idea, to apply the idea of Sphiris to the Oyur, even in a way of Shlila, and of Hedr, meaning even in a way of negation and saying that you're calling the Sphira, you're calling the Oyur Chachma because you're saying that it's not the opposite of Chachma, you know, it's not the opposite of Chesed. It's the process of elimination type of understanding, the idea of Shlila. But even that is not possible in this Pasha, because even that implies some type of definition, like the Ramam says, that you can get close to the tier of the actual thing through the Shlila. So it is the type of definition, Hagdara, in the Oyur. So, according to the opinion, so basically the Oyur, according to the Kanti, Atilas is the Oyur, Meir, Meir, which is totally Pashat, like we said earlier. Even in a way of Shlila, you can't apply it to the Oyur, which is Pashat. Lashita Zu, so according to this opinion of the Kanti, that the Atilas is the Oyur, is part of the Bibshitis in the Atilas, Mloshan Ratzalti. So then we can explain simply that the idea of Atilas, what does Atilas mean? It comes with the word Atzalti, 
like we said, that's ultimately Ruach Shalech of Asamti Aleim, Moshe Rabbeinu, that's just an extension of Moshe's Ruach onto the sages, not a new not a new Bria, just the extension of Moshe's Ruach onto the sages. It's just a revelation of that which was already concealed, from the infinite emanator, the infinite revelation of Hashem. And this is, so now, according to the, the earlier opinion of the Marechus, it was hard to explain how Atzilus applies, since Atzilus is the Ten Sefiris, Ten Sefiris, Atzilus means Agilia Helim, how are the Ten Sefiris, Agilia Helim, the Helim is totally Pashut, the Eden Seif, and how the Sefiris are not Pashut. Then we had to go through the whole explanation how really everything Atzilus is still Ain Seif, it's still just the Pshitis. It's just an expression of Hashem's, of the, in, the infinite essence of Hashem's ability to even limit himself or to reveal himself in an unlimited way, but it's all just an expression of the Pshitis, of the Ain Seifis. But here we can explain it even simply that being that Atzilus is defined by the Oyer, so that makes sense because Atzilus means a just a Gilia Helen, and that was the Oyer. It's just a Gili, and therefore there's obviously a Pshitas in the Oyer, just like the Oyer in Seif is a Pashut. And therefore the Oyer is being that it is just a revelation of that which is already concealed. So therefore the revelation state and the concealed state is, ver- is exactly the same. So therefore the Oyer is Ain Seif is unlimited. And totally divested of any definition, just like the Maitzel, the supernal emanator, the he is. But what is the difference then between the Oyer and the Mo'ir, the source of the light? The difference is, if it's still just Pshitas, exact same characteristic as the Mo'ir, so what is the difference? The difference is that it's just a Ha'ora of Maitzel. It's just a, gl- a glimmer and a condensed, contracted, diminished ray of godliness uh, revelation from the infinite revelation of the infinite en- energy of Hashem. So that's the difference. Even though it still has a pshitas, an soifius to it, but it's a condensed in soifius. It's a condensed um, revelation of, of divinity. And it's so condensed and contracted, diminished, that it's able to be enclosed in the actual vessels of the world of Atzilus. So that means that this oyer is, even though it's pashit, even though it has no definition, and the kalim, the kalim would apply the definition to it, but still, it has the ability to enclose in limited, defined vessels. Therefore, this must be just a he'ara, not the oyer and itself, which is bleakful and can't enclose into limited vessels, in defined vessels. So this oyer, even though it's pasha, because it's an extension of the emanator, it has a, it's just a he'ara, it's a diminished glimmer of godliness, therefore able to enclose in the kelim. Even according to the opinion of the, of the Rikanti, that Atsilas is the oyer, there has to still be the idea of tzimtzim, um, the idea of symptom that happened in the infinite revelation of divinity. Meaning it's impossible, even though you're saying that the Oyer, Atzilus is just the Oyer, which is just Pashat, just an expansion, extension of the emanator, of the infinite essence of Hashem, there still must be a symptom involved here. Because there is still at least a revelation outside of Hashem's essence. There's a revelation, a extension, a descent from Hashem's very essence, and that essence is now being revealed. So, the, the idea of revelation is only possible if there was a symptom, a contraction, a concealment that condensed that, that concealed that essence and allowed for a more diminished revelation to come out. If there was no symptom, there would just be essence. There would be no gili. This gili came about through the symptom, the contraction. Like we said earlier, that the revelation, even though Atilus is just a gili, a helen, so it's not a new metzius, but it's still the revelation of Atilus only happened as only able to come about through the symptom, through the contraction, the concealment of the an, uh, infinite revelation of divinity before the, the world of Atilus. And even more so, not just in order to create the general world of Atilus, but even to have this revelation, 
that it should be just a glimmer of the divinity, a very condensed, diminished ray of divinity that it should be able to enclose into finite, into defined vessels of the world of Atilas, that's for sure, is through the Tzimtzum. So the general, in order that there should be a concept of a separate, so to say, existence of a world, of a oilum of Atilas, that through Tzimtzum, and even more, that there should be a diminished ray of divinity that should be able to clothe in the vessels, that's also, for sure, must be through the idea of Tzimtzum. We can explain according to explain another place the Indian Tzimtzum. What is the idea of Tzimtzum here, as it relates to the opinion of the Rikanti that the Atzilus is just the Oyer? But the fact that this Oyer is a gili now, so to say, outside of the Atzim, it feels itself outside of the Atzim, and it is able to enclose in Kalim. There must be a Tzimtzum. What is the Tzimtzum aspect here? So we can explain, like it says, that the Tzimtzum is the idea to separate between the inner core of the divine energy and the outer more external layer of the divine energy everything is made up of pneumius the aspect of divinity which is the, the pneumius which is the deep core which is always connected back to the higher source and the chitzenius is more relating to the outside going out to enclose in the lower levels of, of uh, creation so tzimtzum is to separate between those two so let's understand this way of tzimtzum by way of analogy of a shpasar of the talmud of a teacher teaching a student when the teacher is understanding this concept that he's trying to give over to the student to himself, meaning not thinking about the way the, that the student is going to relate to this and understand it, when he understanding when he's thinking about this idea to himself, without relating to the, the Talmud's world, there's already found within his understanding um, a level of seichel which has a relationship which can be given over to the Talmud, the student, and that is the external layer of the seichel. Because the inner core of the seichel, meaning how the teacher understands this concept in his own developed and very, very lofty intellect, it has no connection, no relationship to the limited, more lower level intellect of the student. Only the more external layer of the Rav's intellect, of the Rav's way of understanding, can be given over to the student. But this lower level seichel, this chitzenistika seichel, is still included within, even within the seichel of the Rav, when he's understanding it, how he understands it to himself. It's there, just not in a recognizable way now, because it's just overwhelming his understanding. But there still is there the Nakuda that can come out from that seichel, from that intense Rav seichel, and be relating to the Talmud. It's there. If you have uh, 200, for sure 100 is there. If you have the Rav's understanding, then for sure the, 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 the Talmud's understanding is somewhere there. It's just not recognizable because overwhelmed by the revelation of the way that the, the Rav understands it. But at that stage, where the teacher's understanding it to himself without relating to the world of the student, it's not recognizable yet, this outer layer, this lower layer of the Seichel from the inner core of the Seichel, the way that the Rav understands it to himself. If the Rav will just go, give over the Seichel, the concept, how he understands it in his own brain, in his own perspective, in his own views. So they're still going to give be, be connected, the Pneumius, with the Chitzenius together, and therefore the student's not going to be able to get it, not going to be able to absorb it. Meaning if the Chitzenius is within the is cold within the Pneumius, within the way the Rav understands it, so just give it over. It's there, the Chitzenius is there. So the student should be able to get that Chitzenius. No, because it's so mixed in together and overwhelmed by the Gili of the Pneumius that the Chitzenius is not going to be able to be received by the Talmud. There has to be a separation between the way that the Rav understands it to himself and the lower, more external level of the Seichel that it can have a relationship with the Talmud. Even though it's there, if you, the Rav would just give it over how he understands it, the Talmud himself is not going to be able to extract the Chitzainis from that Pneumis because it's going to be overwhelmed at Pneumis. Therefore, there has to be a Tzimtzum 
a contraction, a concealment in the seichel of the rav. That the teacher has to totally conceal his intellect, meaning his way of understanding things, totally step back from that way that he gets it, and start to see, try to find the nekuda within that understanding that can relate to the Talmud. Then, when the Rav Samsam he hides his seichel, then all of a sudden he separates. He can step back and see the, the lower, more external layers of the seichel, which can relate to the Talmud, and he'll see the, the inner core of the seichel, which is too abstract, too high for the Talmud. Then he can give over that just the external layer of the seichel that the, the Talmud should be able to understand and absorb. So that's the idea of the Tzimtzum, and that is what we're going to say is the idea of Tzimtzum here, relating to, relating to the opinion of the Kanti, that Atzilis is the Oyut. Dugma, which they basically what the need for tinsum is that there should be a gili chutzlatzmusay, and that the, the that this gili should be able to be in scabble in the kelim. Dugma is a yuvim, but you didn't say. So the analog we understood in the infinite revelation of divinity, the infinite essence of Hashem, sheish bazeb chinas pinimis v'chitzenis, and the oyin tzoyif, the infinite energy of Hashem. There is a pinimis and a chitzenis, the inner core and the outer layer. The chinas pinimis v'atzav sa'ir ein leishaychas aleilu misklal, the inner core, the essence of this infinite energy of, of Hashem. Is totally has no relationship to worlds, the limited worlds at, at all, the created worlds. But there is kol in that pnimis. There's still a level of divinity, a level of energy, divine energy, which has a relationship to worlds. Like I said, if there's within two hundred, there must be a hundred. So, what is the level, the chitzonistical oir, this more external layer of the oir, which has a connection to worlds? It's it's there, and it just has to be separated out. That is the level which she actually shaykh say has the connections to worlds. Which is where Makimacher explained another place. Okay, the Matsimsum Mare Hakel Bikilis Achtos Fainikur and Nidl Klaw before the Tsimsum on the Oyedin Saif. Everything, all these layers in Hashem's energy, the Panimis and the Khitanis, are unified, are be achtus, totally unified together. And therefore it's not recognizable and separated yet. The Khitsoinius, the outer layer of divinity, more condensed the layer of divinity which can relate to creation, it's not separated yet from the inner core of divinity, which is totally above having a relationship with the creation. And through this symptom, on the Eden Seif, then becomes separated the lower layer, the outer layer of the, of the energy, which has a connection to the world, from the inner layer, which has no connection. And then there can be drawn down just the Chitzenius, the Oyedakav, which has a relationship to worlds. But nevertheless, even though there is a symptom which is separating the Pneumus of the Chitzenius, still the Chitzenius is, is a part was originally a part of the Pneumis, and it was called the Pneumis. So therefore, the Hamshach, this drawing down of this more external level of divinity, is still the same quality, the same quality Oyer, and the same essence as the Oyer which was before the Simpson. But it's just the lo- external layer of that Oyer which was before. Meaning there was a Chitzenius and a Pneumis, and the Oyer before the Simpson. The Simpson just allows that Chitzenius to come out in a revealed way. But the chitzonius is the same chitzonius that already existed before the symptoms. So therefore, it's the same mahus, the same essence, the same quality. And that, that's why the oyer which passes through the symptom is still ain't safe. It's still unlimited. Like I said, ain't safely spashtusoy, etc. Like we were saying before, the different levels of the ain't safe, which is in the ten spheres of atzilus. Being that it's still the same very essence of the oyer before the symptom, it's just the chitzonius layer of that oyer. And this, in general, is referring to the Oyer. This Chitzenistic Oyer is the Oyer of Atzilus, which relates to the world of Atzilus. Which is drawn down through the Tzimtzum. Meaning the only way you can have this Chitzenistic Oyer, which relates to the world, is through the Tzimtzum. Even though you're getting the actual Mahus of the Oyer, but it's still the Chitzenistic Oyer, which, which has a relationship to worlds. Nevertheless, like the Dukanti says, the Oyer of Atzilus is still Pshitas, and 
it is still ain't so if it's still unlimited amshitas because it is the same oil that was before the symptom just now separated out. And we can still apply that we said earlier that the Altarebbe says that even Chokhmah Batilis is uncomparable to Eid Saif, even though we're saying here that this Chichenis Tekoir is the exact same Oyer, how it was before the symptom, how it was after the symptom. So how can you say it's Einaroich? Seemingly it's the exact same Oyer. We can still apply this idea that Atzilis is uncomparable to the Atmos, the infinite essence of Hashem. Because the Chitzenis, the outer layer of divinity, that is still, even though it's the same from before the Tzimtzum, but that is still incomparable to the inner core of the Eidin Seif. Another place explains, There isn't even the symptom is Poyol, the symptom affects that there isn't, there is even a, um, a little bit of the divine energy of the chitzonius oyer from before the Simpson, which becomes concealed now. So it's not the full revelation of the chitzonius that was before the Simpson. The koyed and the Simpson kam chitzonius yibuchinas oyer vegiliyav before the Simpson in the chitzonius oyer within the oyer safe that was called in the oyer safe, it was in a state of oyer vegiliyav, a great and abundant revelation. And the effect of the symptom now, that there should be a concealment of this intense revelation, even of the revelation of the Chitzonis Tekoir, but was too intense before the symptom. So there is type, some type of change in the quality of the Oyer, of the Chitzonis Tekoir, that the symptom has, according to some explained other places. So what is this Helem, which is, which is affected in the Chitzonis Tekoir? Which makes it so it's not in, as intense. Meaning, Shemir doctrines are all about that it should only shine a glimmer, a condensed ray of divinity of the Chitzenius, not the whole Chitzenius. Nevertheless, still, even though it's just a glimmer, a diminished, contracted, smaller, so to say, in quantity uh, revelation of that level, but it's still the Mahusa Oyer. It's the same Oyer, just not as intense. So therefore, it still has the Pshitis, the Insafius, it's not, it's more, it's just a Ha'ara, just a a glimmer, a condensed ray, diminished ray, therefore it is able to encode in the Kalim and therefore be revealed without, so to say, feel its own existence outside of Etzim, Atmos, but still it's the Mahusa Oyer, it's still this very same quality, just that not as intense. So therefore, meaning it has still the Pshitis to it and the Ein Soifis to it, just not as an intense way and therefore it can even clothe into vessels. Well, we understand this more this idea of the symptom, which makes the chitzenis to not so intense, but that was explained in another place. The difference between the drawing down of the energy of the soul within the brain, um, from the brain, sorry, from the brain, the energy drawn down, which is the main mishkan of the nefesh, the main place that the nefesh resides in the brain, drawing down that energy to the all the organs of the body. So the difference between that and the energy which is drawn down from the brain into the into the hairs, which the hair follicles are are tubes in which the energy from the brain is going through. But there's obviously a huge difference because when you cut the hair, you don't feel any pain. When you cut the aver, you do feel pain, showing that the nefesh is found a lot more revealed way within the organs of them, within the hairs. And this will help us understand the difference of the revelation that Timtum brings about in the The organs, the limbs, they get a direct, uh, the same quality of the of the energy of the soul's energy from the brain, they get that very same energy from the brain. But the hairs do not get that same essence of energy which is in the brain. They get a more diminished ray, condensed, contracted, concealed ray. 
הרי המשוכה שבאיברים היא גם כן רק האורה מיכאס שמוייך, even the המשוכה, the drawing down of the energy from the brain into the limbs is still only האורה from the, it's only a external glimmer from the, the soul's energy within the brain. Which is Barbara Sif Shabbin in Perkin Men Aleph, like explains in Tanya chapter 51. So even the brain, when it's giving over the energy to all the limbs, is not the actual essence of that same energy. It is still a stehaara. Therefore, it has the ability to enclose in the lower organs. Everything is lower than the brain. The brain is the most um, refined uh, faculty, the most refined keli. In order for this haara of the brain, this oyer of the brain, to go down to the rest of the body, it has to be through a symptom and a contraction of only just the chitzenistik haara. So even that which enclosed in the organs is already a chitzenistik haara. And from that, And from that is drawn down the Ha'ara, a glimmer of this ray of the of the energy of the soul to the, all the rest of the limbs. So the Hamshacha in the Eivarim is only is also from just the Ha'ara Me'achai Shemoyach. The Hamshacha of the energy of the soul that the limbs receive is just a Ha'ara, just an external glimmer from the Chayis and the Moyach. And from that external glimmer, that's what the the all the Eivarim get this. So we see that even that is already more external and condensed contracted nevertheless it's still the very same the essence the same quality the Eivarim receive and that's why a person feels when anything happens to the Eivarim so that's the same thing we're going to apply this here to the Chitzenius even though the Chitzenius was called in the Pneumius before the Tzimtzum and it's the exact same Chitzenius before nevertheless there is a Tzimtzum which is poil on the Chitzenius that makes it so it's not as intense the revelation of the divine energy that happens through the Tzimtzum even though it's drawing down just an external glimmer of divinity into the world of Atzillus it's still the same, very same essence the same quality of Eir therefore it retains this Eintzifius to it but it's just a glimmer because in the end it's not as intense and therefore it's able to enclose in worlds so there is even a Tzimtzum which is Poyol not just a Havdola between the Pneumius and the Chitzenius But the same chitzonius is which which misgalit. It's just a. It's now. It's not mixed in with the pinimis. No, there's even a symptom which is poil on the chitzonius that should not be as intense. Just like the symptom that is poil on the chayas which is drawn down from the brain into the evarim. It's not the same exact same. It can't be because the evarim are a lot more lower kalim, a lot more grabe kalim than the moyach, and therefore they must get an external glimmer. So too, the chitzonius the chayas which is drawn out. From before the symptom, not only is it has to be separated from the pedimis, but also it has to be just a glimmer, just a ray, a more condensed, concealed level of that. And but nevertheless, it still remains the same bhus, just a little bit less intense, but it still has the, all the same characteristics. It's a me'ain amoyer. It's still similar to the moyer, which is ein soif, which is pshitas, etc. And in the end, there's a little uh, start. Says here is what we find in the writings of the of the Rebbe Shab. Didn't seem like he finished the mimer, so. Here, as we have completed the whole Sefer Amarim Tafir Samaches, Baruch Hashem, and um, I'd love to hear, please, anybody's feedback about the Shi'urim, and if there's any suggestions anyone has for the next uh, Sefer that we should do, learn Chesidus Begirsa, um, one page, one episode, one page. I'd love to hear any suggestions, feedback, please, positive, negative. would be very helpful you can email rabbi gelb at gmail.com
rabbi gelb g e l b at gmail.com thank you very much and mazel tov